Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Bloody Wilson, it's hump day with Swanee and friends, Dane Swan, Samantha Riches. Hello. Hi. Hello. Why, why'd you have to lean? Why wouldn't you put the microphone in front of you in the oh, first place? Oh, because I'm just still getting my shit together today. Dane and I are busy. We've been waiting for you again. I know. Um, I know. All, I do, is, all I do is wait for Glen Ferry Road. Well, I thought it was going to be early today. You know how your ETA changes? I was like, oh. If you left a little earlier. I can't leave any earlier than seven. What, why not? Is there a lock on your door? No, that's when the babysitter gets... Well, she gets there at about 5-2 now after the first week. Are you mm. good at training? Times? Preparation. I fucking ha- I hate being late more than anything in the world. That's well, why it makes my blood boil. You're pretty much late every week here. I know. So you can't hate it too much. It takes me an hour to get here. Oh, I fucking hate it. Well, then why do you you can you late literally every week? Well, I I now purposely come late because I know you're going to be late. I know. Dana and I can't do small talk because we don't want to waste it by not <laughs> exactly. Any of that shit we, we sit in silence has to be here on the fo- on the pod because mm. we're selfless. But what others, do I do? Exactly. What or do I do? Maybe get I just leave uh, earlier would be my usually what happens. I mean, babies don't do much in their cots. I could probably just leave and leave the door open for her to go in when she gets there. There's I, a podcast. I don't, know, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> that. That sounds like a top rating podcast. You reckon? Yeah. yeah. Uh, back in the day, I'm sure they did. Your baby's safety is not my concern. No. <laughs> no. All right. Our concern is starting on time. That's I it. I understand this. It's just about us. Mm-hmm. Do we have to update your, your, your biography from when I got to the MCG, I couldn't stop getting it, to when I got to the peanut farm on a Friday no. night, I couldn't stop getting it? <coughs> no, no, we didn't, we didn't play the Solid. peanut farm. We played at um, whatever the poor Colts ground name is. Lights went out. We had to cancel the game. What? Mm, 15 minutes to go. I think it was a mercy rule. What was the score? No, we'll flog it them. So right. we were 10 goals up. Would have been interesting if it was a point of difference or something like that. Yeah. <coughs> um, yeah, we're belting them. But I think... They they said the council turned them off at nine thirty. I was we're turning them off at nine thirty anyway. So I don't know why we why we played if they were going to cancel at nine thirty anyway. But um, it was a good thing. Well, the only thing that was going to happen. I was going to hurt myself, um, or <laughs> someone was going to get hurt because the game was well and truly over. Sting was out of the game, um, so I saved myself fifteen minutes, which was nice. They should bring that in the AFL, I reckon. M- mercy, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, but then the gambling aspect would. That's the only reason why 
I think so. I think that's all that's important. Yeah. Well, eight, if, you, if you get to 80 points up, 10 goals, you can, you know, there's there's one game a year where someone comes back from 10 goals, you know what I mean? Yeah. Make it competitive. Yeah. The, the one, where one wins, you know, I think the Hawks didn't. Essendon or Hawthorne played in the first round last year or something, and one of them came back from was a huge four, turnaround, 48 it? points. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think it gets to about 80 points. I think that's <coughs> well and truly done. That should be a mercy rule. But obviously, if you dream, your fantasy and your dream teams and your, your gambling would up in arms. You know, the, but you know the other truth part of that is it's, it's less commercials on TV. Mm. <coughs> yeah. Which is Broadcast what? rights, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you managed to walk off the ground and just to see us cop a double Bukaki with the two the end of both games. Yeah, yeah. So celebrated a good win. Um, from what I understand, the St Kilda City and Port Colts is like the most heated rivalry. Like the it's the biggest rivalry for both sides, I think. Um, oh yeah, Collingwood Carlins, Essendon Carlins, or whatever it is. And yeah, we had a really good win. I was pretty excited. And I did check my phone at half time. Um, Are you allowed to at that level? Really? Well, there's no in, uh, there's no SNFL integrity officer <laughs> sitting inside the rooms. Um, I think that's what the league's called. Um, checking for people's phones. Well, actually, surprised my phone was still in my bag. To be honest, <laughs> I, was yeah, I was a bit worried. I don't want my car keys, but um, they're in there. Check my phone, and I think we had a, we had it in control both ways. Um, when I looked, like Port were winning by like twenty points at half time, so I thought, oh well, they'll run away with it. And Essendon were up by. Like 10 points or something yep. like that. So I was like, ah. Oh. I walked out and um, I obviously finished the game. You know, we, we kicked it. We dominated the second half. So good second half. I was mood. I was like, bang, bang. Won the you first. got a bit of it yourself? Yeah. Well, yeah, went okay. Got tagged after half time, which was from half Did back. Yeah. yeah. That must have been good for the ego. Mind uh, you, you've still got it. I wasn't doing much anyway, to be honest. Um, um, I didn't come down much, but... Uh, Oh, well, listen, I'm still going about 40, 50%. I don't really trust my body oh, yet. Um, still got more in the tank, more to give. I do. I don't. Well, I, don't I, was th- I thought I had a torn quad, so I freed up a bit after quarter time, but I don't really trust my. Not that I have any explosive speed anymore, <laughs> but um, I don't really trust my bending over my hamstrings and my and it's a soft side, tissues. Side to side stuff, isn't it? Yeah, I don't really trust my body movement at the moment, so it's going to be a, a slow burn into the season, hopefully. And the back end is when the whips are cracking, as they say, is when is. I want to be at my best. But um, yeah, I'm super excited to get out, get back. And I watched. I literally got, and I was the last two minutes, last three minutes. Like the coach was just about giving his pump up speech, and I was like, "These motherfuckers." <laughs> like, <coughs> uh, this was the Essendon game. I, I, I blame, um, I blame Melbourne. They kept their foot on the pedal. Like the last two minutes. <coughs> Hand, forward handballs, forward handballs, like just kick the ball backwards, you assholes. And then obviously they did. And then there Essendon should be tri- an integrity officer into trying exactly. hard late in the game. Well, maybe. Well, listen, I don't want to. <laughs> I, I do not want to throw out there <laughs> that players know what the line is. I do not want. I do not. No. I do not want to. You wouldn't do that. I don't want to. Um. Call, what do they say? I don't. I don't know what I want to say, but um, <laughs> I don't want to say it just in case. Integrity yeah. officer, I know they're big fans of this, the integrity officers, Always. so um, I don't want to put any seeds of doubt in their mind. But um, yeah, so that was heartbreaking. Then I thought Port, you know, we'll talk about Port in the next podcast. But um, <laughs> uh, mate, horrible, gutless. Didn't even win for your best bet. Rude. Yeah. Very rude. At least you, I thought, well, Dano's not going to let the people down after this, though. No. Straight on Twitter, weren't you? Well, the, the port people. I apologise. Um, <laughs> I told you I'm, I'm happy to apologise when 
I want to put my hand up, but I'm wrong. And and I was wrong about them. <laughs> and we'll, we'll, um, we'll get to them I've, I've in never, the next podcast. Dane's ability, now that I've worked with him long enough, I, can, I hate to say I know what your motivation is on some things, mm. but I know what your motivation is on some things. So last Sunday, he tweets out, gee, Melbourne, Melbourne the town is great when, along these lines, I'm not reading it, when, when Carlton, Collingwood, Essendon and Richmond are up and about, just the same shame Essendon is such a disappointing side. You only wrote the first bit just so you could write the second bit. Mm. No, no comment. <laughs> it's unusual. No comment. No comment. I think it's quite clever of you. But, but I'm, it is true. Like when the big four clubs are – if Collingwood, if they were the top four at the end of the year, like Melbourne would be a buzz. Like mm. it would be, it'd be half the support – half the people in Melbourne would probably support those – Four sides, you were just about to say, have, with how much support they have. So, has it ever been? Oh, this is <coughs> ignorant question here. Has it ever been well, the big four in the? Well, it's been one hundred and thirty years. I'd imagine once, maybe. Yeah. Over the course of the, the year, I've VFL days. Yeah. Yep. Oh, um, see it again. Would be. It'd be awesome. Um, prim, if those were four in the prelim, like those in two week, three weeks, if they have the bye before the grand, would be enormous. So, um, just Essendon aren't holding up their end of the bargain at the moment. Rude. But um, well, we'll talk about. Punting one next one, but um, did yeah, you to, did you get to the pies? Seven I didn't nine. get to the pies. What did I do? Oh, well, yeah, I went, did this because this week, last weekend was my only Saturday free for the rest of the footy season. Oh, giving back, Dane. Yeah, well, see, so yeah, I'm either playing at the peanut farm or, or giving back. Mm. Um, so you had a rare Saturday night in? No, it wasn't in, it was out. <laughs> um, no, but what I during the day we, we did a like. Me, Taylor, and a couple of friends did a little winery tour. Did well, you? I went down to yeah. We haven't really done much of the Yarra Valley. Taylor's got some friends that live out that way, so got a driver and went out there and <coughs> did a couple, three or four wineries. And um, Saint Hubert's would there have been one? No, nah. no. Nah. Uh, we didn't get any for free, so Mitchell I'm not going to. No, nah, we didn't uh, get any of the big ones. Right, um, I didn't get any for free. I didn't get any for free, so I'm not going to. Ah, promote them. That's nice. Unlike someone last week, it just means exactly, exactly. But they were nice. <coughs> it's good. Had a nice lunch. Nice to do something different instead of just sitting on the. And there was no game on, so I watched the. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real Wouldn't that reason. Would that have been a coincidence that you just look at the? Oh, yeah. Another game before. Well, I got. Taylor, let's go out for the day. Well, I got GWS right, and we got the dogs right. <laughs> um, right. So I watched them in the bus on the in the car on the way home. Um, speaking to people. Yeah, and then. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. Although the girls were pissed and the carrying <laughs> singing in the way back, so I just watched the footy. Um, no, that was out. I was, went to a mate's bar and um, and watched the pies. <coughs> Very good game. Yep. Uh, like I like I said um, at the start of the year, <coughs> happy for them to lose because I'm well, not happy for them to lose, but at least they're playing in a much better way. I think they played. Pretty sure Colin Geelong played last year. and It was just about the worst yes, game of the year ever. Mm. Yes. So That's now look, look what's now. You come away from that game last year going, the fucking pies are pathetic and they make everyone – and Geelong didn't help because they played a pretty ordinary game style last year might too. Have been the, the tipping point for Bucks' career, I think. Was it? Yeah. It was a, might have sent <coughs> his papers. We chipped it round, but it was a horrible-looking game. It was yeah. hard to watch where, mate, come Saturday night, like, yeah, we fell over. Um, Steel had cramps, so it would be nice to be able to get him off the medical sub because they used the medical sub. So um, – that wasn't very fair, but uh, great game. We just fell over. Geelong are going to be thereabouts, as they always are. Um, they've got a pretty good list, pre-season hard uh, list. 
Um, yeah, so we just unfortunately fell out. It's very, very hard to play that frenetic pace with so many young fellas for four quarters. So I think sometimes they do just need to understand to take the sting out of the game a little bit when the hardest thing, the hardest thing in football to stop is momentum. Yes. It's just fucking the ball bounce. All of a sudden, the ball seems to bounce your way. Like it goes out, just always seems to fall, and you know the opposition's low or whoever's got the momentum's lap. So now maybe Flyers are going to teach that, and he just wants to fit, tell them how to play for you know for the game style he wants them to play. Now then you got to add in little things. All right, if they do kick three or four in a row, let's just fucking hold it and maybe chip it around for a couple of seconds just to you know ease the flow of the game. But in saying that, I can't. Um, I can't knock what they've done. Um, yeah, so still still going well. I think we got the bye this week, so so there's another there's another win for us this week. Um, and then I think did they do anything wrong? <coughs> well, then get beaten by a very good experienced side. Well, obviously, at the end, well, the last quarter or whatever, when they kicked not like nine in a row or something like yeah. five, whatever, however many it was. Well. Yeah, well, it's very hard to put a guy back behind the ball because the six six six. But I would imagine if I was coaching, maybe let's just slow the game down for a second. The overs had already hit, so we didn't need to worry about that. <laughs> so, uh, so a mate of my dad, Kelly, who's a very good punter, yeah. says the best thing with racing is you can have all the fucking theories in the world, but when you lose money, gee, that's a good way of learning. Yeah. So in this case, we're not talking about gambling; we're talking about learning. <coughs> yeah. By losing the game, that probably gives Fly an opportunity to teach him even more. Yeah, absolutely. Game review. <coughs> yeah, and uh, listen, this may surprise some, but I don't think Collingwood were going undefeated this year. <laughs> they'll, they'll probably going to lose a couple. Why didn't you say that pre-season? Yeah. Well, I just thought it was a go. Melbourne, <laughs> Melbourne probably aren't going undefeated this year. You probably. wouldn't imagine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think if they did anything wrong, it's just not slowing the game down or maybe throwing someone behind the ball just for five minutes just to arrest some of the momentum back. Um, and Geelong are obviously a very good side and they capitalised and they obviously had to take the game on and they just kept smacking it forward and going through the corridor and it just worked. And sometimes you get in a roll and there's fucking nothing you can do about it. But um, now I'm still like my man, my opinion matters most, um, obviously. But um, yeah, I'm still very happy with the way they're going. Um, they got the bye this week, then they, then they got Brisbane, which I'm going to. Um, so that'll be a tough one. And then Anzac Day, I'm pretty sure. So, you know, we've got two, you know, Brisbane one's going to be hard, but we've got two very winnable games. Um, they said what, that'd make us what, four and two? A Dane tour up at Brisbane? No, this is, well, that's my only weekend spare. So, um, so you're selflessly going to go watch the pies? Yeah, and then going to my cousin's house on the Goldie for a, a week. So, um, yeah, so that's that's my <laughs> next holiday. And you came back to Melbourne from there last year. Is this the one? Yeah. Where you were doing it tough and you yeah. actually stupidly actually came back to Melbourne. Yeah. Um, you came back to jail. I promise you now, if we ever go back into <laughs> lockdown, I won't be here. Um, but... Particularly you're going into winter. Yeah, as um going well. Um, congrats, Nick Dacos, rising star. Mm. Congratulations. Um, our boys are going well. So... Um, yeah, just keep on plugging away. Just hopefully um, the way they're playing, they help frenetic and hard they run. Just hopefully they don't burn out in the back half of the year um, because it's very, very hard to keep the pace that they're running at and they're playing at for four quarters, let alone 22 weeks. So hopefully or 23 weeks, whatever it is. So 
Um, hopefully they bank enough wins. Well, I've seen enough now to think that they can play finals, you would think. Like, yep. that, the way they play on the weekend beats like, thir- 12, 13 other sides easily. And then obviously the good sides find a way, find a way like like Geelong did. Um, you think Geelong will be in somewhere in the top six. So <coughs> um, I, I absolutely believe Collingwood can play for finals now. Um, they're much better than some sides, and they're probably around the mark with sides that are obviously um, who are trying to fight for those bottom spots in the eight. The question of the weekend, though, is a clarification and apology. Um, a <laughs> clarification is certainly a push to being told what to do. Um, I'll read you Damien Hardwick's tweet. To clarify, my comments post-match regarding rules around close contacts were tongue-in-cheek reference to the fact we missed Sydney stack on the weekend. <laughs> Nothing more. People far better placed than myself put these rules in place to support the efforts of our healthcare workers. Same people who got Bevo got him. <laughs> How's our list going? Same people, the same people have strung Bevo up, strung him up. <laughs> it's um, becoming a long list, isn't it? As if you couldn't have seen like the way he was talking, that he was taking the piss. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> I oh know it's crazy. Yeah. Who'd, who'd want to be a coach? Yeah. Uh, Do you know what? I've, I've, I didn't know Nathan Buckley prior, but I feel like he is absolutely hitting his straps. He is such a good commentator and a really great TV personality now. And I didn't know that about him because when he was in the coaching role, he was had to be a, like a mute. He had no person, like he had to have no personality, no opinion in case he said or did the wrong thing. And now he's just flourishing. Do you reckon he's like got this weight off of his shoulders now that he's not in the coaching role? Because like you said, who would want to be a coach? Um, we'll have to ask him when he comes on here. Oh, did you get to see his sense of humour as coach? Uh, Nathan does think he has a good. Nathan <laughs> thinks he's got a great <laughs> sense of humour. Put it that way. Um, not so much as when he was coaching, especially, <laughs> especially when we're under the pool getting smashed. Um, very hard for a coach to be funny when they're getting their ass kicked. When the team's getting their ass kicked, but um, no, off. Away from footy, he's obviously a normal person, like I would imagine most coaches are. It's just they're under so much fucking pressure day to day that um, they're probably just, you know, swallows them whole the pressure and they don't really have an outlet. They're probably at home, they're, they're funny, but around the footy club, they're, you know, a lot of walking on eggshells because you're getting your ass kicked. Mm. When you're winning, you can be the funniest coach in the world. Mm. I had a bit to do with him in the footy show days back in the day, so 96 onwards, and he is a funny fella. Well, from my <coughs> point of view, yeah, because I'm older, like dad sort of humour. Yeah, anything? no, no, he's he thinks he's funny. That's <laughs> why he has a sense of humour. Put it that way. Yes. Whether it he whether yeah, it's, it's whether one. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, he's not a fucking grump. But walks around the whole time and doesn't have a smile. Like he obviously enjoys yeah. himself and like likes to laugh. Just likes to laugh at himself more than he likes to laugh at <laughs> like the others. Laugh at him with but him. He yeah, I heard him yesterday. And then just just to your point, Samantha, that. Uh, Sometimes coaches have to be weird, and as you, you absolutely, they're strange. It's not, it's not normal. A, a mate of mine who's, who's a great at the game. Uh, I'm not saying that as a name job, but just to say he's, he's very well qualified to oh. say it. And he said every single good coach has to have a little bit of crazy about him. Of course, absolutely, because you would, couldn't possibly do that job unless. Mm. Same as a politician. Like, yes. Why on earth would you want to do those two jobs? Mm. Yep. Only you would have better mentions on the on the Twitter. Phone. Not going to either of them. <laughs> so, is there no room then for a coach to have a bit more personality? Well, uh, isn't isn't wouldn't you say that's a exactly. prime example of why they shouldn't? Because of Damien Hardwick show, showing a little bit of personality, and whoa, there we go. And yeah, 
Uh, I think we should be a bit more. They blunt it. Well, we should. Well, clearly, we should be. Yeah. But just the way the media operates and the way the world is, as soon as they do that, it'd be like there'd be an article, um, like some like Dimmer, like does he care enough because he's laughing in a yes. press conference or yeah, right. he doesn't see he doesn't hurt like his players hurt or fucking they just got beat by ten goals and I know he says a snide comment. He's just there'd be some bullshit article and then it just. Everyone, you know, everyone reads something on Twitter or reads an article on the news and everyone all of a sudden automatically believes it, whether it's mm. just – it might be just be an opinion piece from a journalist saying that, uh, you know, it's a bad look for play, Coach X because he's laughing in a press conference after being beat, you know, in dramatic fashion. Does he care enough? Is he just there for the paycheck, whatever it is? And then all of a sudden people read that and go, well, fuck, he doesn't care. Then all of a sudden sponsors read that and go, well, he doesn't care. He should get the ass because – it's not a good look for fucking the sponsor behind the, you know, behind the wall that's fucking behind him. So, um, I've almost got a theory that, um, to your point, Samantha, that um, the very best coaches uh, are almost, if not poor in the media, very not good media performers. Full stop. How many good? How many premiership winning coaches are good in the media? <laughs> in the last twenty years, Paul Ruse. Yeah. Be about it. Like, like Simon Goodwin, oh, I couldn't be happier as a Melbourne supporter. But I don't. When he talks in the media, he, he he's very very line and length, deliberately. Fair I think Mick to. was a Mick was very charismatic. <laughs> <laughs> but but he actually, he's the all time great point because until I met Camo, mm. I didn't realise that how much his players loved him mm. because behind the scenes he knew there was time. You know, take the fourth. Yeah, that's probably why they love Bevo. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, I need some ethics question from you, Dane. Oh, wow. You're going to Dane for ethics. Isn't he your first point of call? Well, there are things that I'd like to run by him for his opinion, yes. I think Th- so. This will involve you in time. Okay. <laughs> Saturday night's family movie night. Sunday? Saturday night. Saturday night. So we couldn't... We, we Your kids are still happy for you to sit on the couch with their parents and watch movies? Is that... Well, they're teens, yeah. They haven't quite... Not, not ready quite to get you out the door. How embarrassing I am as a human. Yeah. They're not far off. Yeah, There's <laughs> only a few left. Daughter cracks it if we pick a TV show on a movie night. You mean like a TV series? Yeah. So we've got yeah, Inventing Anna. Yeah. That's bad ethics. Yes, no. Uh, no. What do you mean? Well, unless you... No, movie night, you have to pick a movie. Correct. I just... Well, I disagree, but... So have you seen Inventing Anna? Yeah. What do you think? I'm a few, few into it. Uh... Yeah, well, I thought it was alright. It was a yeah. good, nice, easy watch. <coughs> um, it was a wild story. Bit of a head fuck, is it? I've been watching Ozark at the same time. and <laughs> Same, yeah. <laughs> Ruth. Um, <laughs> you wait for Ruth to come out of her. <laughs> crazy, crazy story. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. So, what, what was your point? You wanted her to t- t- help with a Tinder swindler? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be a diabolical couple. <laughs> absolutely. Um, have you got a uh, an arsehole one? I do. You're an arsehole if this is this is Dane's segment that he's, he's selflessly brought to the table. Have you gone this week, Sam? I've got a list of them, so I'll just pull a them list. Up. Yeah, but that's yeah. far too prepared. I try my best. No, all right. Um. <coughs> oh yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, <I'm> just. <laughs> my right? brain doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> my brain doesn't. If you speak Mexican, in um. Here you go, arsehole. <coughs> um, you're an arsehole if if you go just like a karaoke like and everyone's drunk singing if you're just singing karaoke having a laugh with your friends and you get up 
and you can actually sing, and you you're an asshole. Oh, right. So like, saying those people shouldn't get up. No, like go to an open mic night or something like that. <laughs> Like if, if everyone's just having yeah. a fun at like a drunk karaoke yeah. bar and getting up and singing like... Oh, yeah, shit's case head. Yeah, yeah, and missing the words and, you know, all having a laugh and giggle with their mates and just being dickheads. And you get up and belt out some fucking ballad that, <laughs> you know, where you can actually sing mm. and just embarrass everyone else and just ruin the night for everyone else. Well, you're an asshole. Did you go to an open... to a karaoke night on the weekend? No. I've, I've just... These just things in... When I come into Your my brain, I've written them down. I've still got five or six written down. So, mm. well, yeah, well, that's, that's my, my fucking list. Samantha. Do you agree with that? I don't editorialise. Okay. People, people are entitled to their own list. Okay, so that's your list. We'll leave you to that opinion. Well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? If I said it. Well, because mine is a – I think – I thought this person was an arsehole at first glance when I first was going through this experience. But then I thought to myself – not only could this be the arsehole segment, but it could also be the Ask Dane segment because maybe they're not an arsehole, but I think they are. Well, because up to you. this person, I was sitting on a aisle seat in an aeroplane and they were sitting in the middle seat. Mm. They had both armrests. <coughs> are they an arsehole? Because then neither person, either side of them, can have an armrest because they've taken both. No. Hang on, you've got, th- you've got one on... You're right, so yeah. So then you get two. So then you're the asshole. Yeah, but I thought he was an asshole because the person at the window gets the window one. Yeah, he gets to stick your head gets on the, the window. window. Yeah, so he's not an asshole. For well, you're the asshole because then you want to. <laughs> but I think we should share them. The one that's it's middle territory. I think it should be shared. Sometimes I have it. Sometimes you have it. Nah, all's, all's fair in love and arm. All's fair love and war and arm in airplane armchairs seats. <laughs> You're an asshole, if it's fine. I, I you think that's fine? He's entitled to both the whole trip. It's a it's a battle. It's an absolute battle. Once you get in there, you got to fight. You got to hold your ground. And once you get that armrest, bad luck. Well, whoever first in best dress, in my opinion, because you've got one. Yeah. So it means you want the other one. So it means you want two. So then he could be like, she's an asshole. She's I got just the, want the opportunity to sometimes have the other one. And let's be fair, the aisle. I mean, the middle is the pit. So you need you pits. deserve you deserve some. Leniency, you deserve a little bit to go your way. The aisle, you can stick your feet out, you yeah. know, you, you can stretch out a little bit more. Window, obviously, it's the, the primo, you can primo. put your head against the window. Thanks for including me in the conversation about you can stretch your legs out. Yeah, well, you I'll, can stretch I'll, your legs in the middle, so <laughs> it's not a, don't touch the floor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it would be, be an asshole if. There was no one on the window, and he and they stayed there mm, and didn't move over and didn't split. Oh, that, then right. that would be right. Not very. That, wouldn't, that plain etiquette would not be good. Thank you for your opinion. You're an asshole if you're eating anywhere other than a fine dining restaurant. <laughs> anywhere other. I thought than that was going to be end of it. I said, "Fuck, tell you, mate. no." And you don't clean up after yourself. <laughs> you're at a food court. You're at McDonald's. You're oh, obviously, yeah. And, and when you finish, you. Fucking put it in the bin. Don't mm. wait for some poor bastard on twenty bucks an hour to mm. clean up your shit. Yeah, no, I agree. Mm. De- absolutely. Yeah, it's just decency, isn't it? Yeah, mm. definitely. There we go. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. You're an asshole. Um... I heard Mark Murphy, Dane, talk on the ABC. He said he hasn't touched a weight since he retired six months ago. Yeah. How do footballers do that when all of a sudden they just stop? Uh, did you see him? Is he... he... He said, well, they referred to how skinny he looks. And oh, he's weight, thin. Weight okay. And, and that, that is almost you're an arsehole territory for someone yeah, a bit like me. Exactly. When, when I remember Benny Gale did the same thing. Our old learner friend here probably wouldn't be too happy about that. He would like. be filthy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those type of bugs with those genetics, that's just wrong. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't, I'm not a big rapper for wasted. I've obviously done them, but I don't, I much prefer to do cardio. Did he say he'd been training or he literally has not done a thing? No, he said just no weights. He's, yeah, he's yeah so he's probably running ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think. The footballers find their natural genetics uh, the year after they retire. You get to see what they really yeah. look like, like our friend. <laughs> <sighs> Some big natural genetics. I didn't. I didn't ask you. I should have asked you about with Collingwood Geelong. Uh, Joel Selwood. Is, you got any memories playing against him? And what? It, he hurt me. Tackled me and hurt me knee once. And, um, He's a tough bugger. And mate, he, when he the is. game was on the line, fuck me. He was the one though, wasn't he? Twice. It was two huge. Oh, on the weekend, yeah, yeah, may well, yeah, very, very good. Like, a bit like, not on the level of Ablett, but, but just like you know, you look at him, he's not Adam Goods, you know, not Buddy Frank. He's not like this elite quickness that like doesn't have attributes where you go, fuck, I can't, I'm gonna, like, I can't outrun him, I can't out jump him. Like, you can sort of, he's, but he just. Was just tough as nails. He, well, I guess he is not was. He yep. is tough as nails. So, and just like his courage is, you know, I don't know, how, I don't know if he's won how many times he won most courageous or anything like. That, but I'd imagine quite a few. Six time All Australian. Yeah. Um, That's fair. What were you? Five. Five. I was a bit five, stiff yeah. a couple of times. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, of course. Like you know, there's nothing that I can say about Joel that hasn't been said. Like he's just, um, just a phenomenal leader. Just and did all the right things. Then. Has never, and one of the other things about a good captain, he's never been a bit like Pendles. I've never been in the media. If he's never said the fucking word wrong, he's never like come out and sprayed. So I've never been, never been in the paper or been in the news for anything negative. Yep. Mm. And maybe if he's hooked someone in suspension or something like that, but like he's never like put a foot wrong in the media. Never put a foot wrong. <coughs> you know, never been pissed in a pub and like taken a photo of or you know all these kind of things. So he's just. Live, you know, Geelong's values, and you know what an amazing captain for all the young fellas to look up to. And I guess that's another ex- reason of why Geelong have fucking they have won a lot of flags in the last ten years. Well, they've won any, but why they've stayed sort of around the mark because they've got such great characters, you know, such great characters down there that you know help the young kids come in. They have a great culture, you know. I think it started in you know, 07 when you know it's you know well known they turned it around, and um, yeah, so he's very good. He's like he's like I say, he's not the quickest, most agile, you know, hasn't got the greatest jumping ability, you know, not the biggest kick, you know, doesn't have the greatest skill, you know, just doesn't have that one thing where you go, oh, fuck, you know, this is what he is, like Dangerfield or something like that, but he's just put his head in the right spots, as courageous as they come, um, just never stop trying and um, that's why he's, 
you know, will go down as one of the, the greatest captains of the, the modern time. A couple of flags to his name. Um, yeah, broke our hearts a couple of times. So, so thanks, Joel. <laughs> so he's inspired my list. Before I get to it, though, didn't you, you? You did a gig with a couple of Geelong of his teammates during the week, didn't you? I did actually. Were you allowed to say anything about that? Or yeah, Stevie yes? J and Cam Mooney. Um, it was a, a great evening. They're actually a, a laugh, those two. Oh. Were you on time? Yeah, it was early. Early? For yeah. a fee. So fucking Joel Selwood and Cam Mooney, um, Stevie Johnson and Cam Mooney get you out of bed and on time. But poor old Ralph and Dane over here is no fucks given for us. No, because Dad was looking after Noah, so I could leave with ample time to get there. Actually, it took me over two hours to get to Geelong that night, which is disgusting in itself. But yes, I was early. I'm usually early everywhere I go, Dane. Well, I'm, I it's am just yet to this see this time it. slot that I'm struggling to be early. And, and when did they say they were available for here? I reckon Moons would come on actually. Um, Stevie J lives in Sydney. Yeah. He flew down especially for it. But uh, if he was in town, he would like to come on too. Must be a nice envelope to fly down from Sydney for <laughs> good singers. Some, yeah, some good singers actually. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know much about Moons because he finished up before I started at Geelong. Um, but he's. A great character. He's got great stories. Speaking of um, no weights, how are they? How are they looking post football? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Moons looks great. Stevie J looks like he's had a few beers, which is what he's quite good at, I believe. And okay. was, was it's more your Stewie Jew sort of. Type yeah, 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 yeah. He mm. yeah resembles Stewie Jew a little bit more. So Moons would get out there and maybe play a game, but Stevie Johnson maybe needed a preseason or two. Yeah, a couple of preseason. A couple. Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. I've got to ask this during the week. What, what could you squat at the moment? Squat? Squat. <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I didn't squat when I was playing footy. That's what I was going to ask, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't do leg weights when I was playing footy. At all? No. That's amazing. Were you uh, asked to and you just didn't? Uh, <laughs> I was. Uh, well, initially I was asked. Listen, when I say I never did one, like obviously I did some from time to time when they were looking at me. <laughs> but, uh, Quick, but, they're coming fast. But in the end, <coughs> like, one of our weight coaches, Marty, which is great, I... Once again, I had a theory that I I didn't want my legs, so it was sort of like I was chasing my tail, chicken and egg sort of thing. Because yeah. when I got back to preseason, I, I felt I needed <coughs> my legs to be fresh for the running and for the training. That's what I thought I got most out of it. But um, you know, then they'd say, "Well, you need to build up your legs with the weights with your strength." But I'd be sore, so I didn't want to be sore from the weights. But um, so I didn't, so I just, I'd probably avoid him. Then the weights coach in the end, well, he was like, well, mate, if you haven't done it, I haven't done it properly since I started. Like, I'd just fucking look around and just quickly do them, then go do something else, you know what I mean? So I didn't put the time and effort into my legs because I felt I needed them to be you know, lean, if, if that's the right word, but I didn't want to put too much muscle on my legs. So I felt I had decent leg speed and agility, so <clears throat> I wanted to keep it. I didn't want to weigh myself down. So that's why I didn't do leg weights and I just sort of fucking poked around and just sort of didn't do any heavy lifting. And then once I got to the season, because I didn't look after myself after the game, my legs were too sore to do weights in the beginning. And if I did them on a Wednesday or Thursday, I'd be sore going into a game. So the, co- the waist coach was like, mate, if you've never done them, don't, yes. bo- don't bother about it because you're just going to be you're gonna be sore and you'll, you'll just end up hurting yourself. So that's why I never did, le- did, did leg weights. Would players have the option now? No, I'd be very surprised. But no, I'll listen. do it. Well, so I haven't been in a footy club for a very long time, and I would imagine all weights are individually tailored. Like, but I'd probably, at a guess, I'd probably say the 
the big fellas have got weight programs because I, I can't imagine they're going to have 45 individual weight programs. I think it's probably too much for the fucking weights coach to ride out. He, he may very well may do that, but I'd imagine it would be like the mids get their own program, the, the running halfbacks or whatever, the, the key, the talls get their put on, the talls want to put on weights. Or you know, there might be some kind of oh, blokes who need to put on weight, blokes who want to maintain weight, blokes who need to lose weight. That all have those different programs. But um, I guess yeah. And the other, it depends how if Scott Penelbury went, you know, or Bond and Pally, all the good players went to the weight coach. Go listen, I'm not doing that. That'd be yeah, no you problem. Know your own body. Yeah, but like the second year draftee is doing what he's told. Yeah, well, you know whether they like it or not. All right. So my uh, my my Joel Smith, uh, Joel Smith, Joel Selwood. Inspired. Inspired list. Yep. Top Champion ten. data list for me this week, I Yeah, we got one? Oh, I didn't ask for one. No, that's, that's all right. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring it back next week. So you might know none of these. This is my top ten captains. Okay. And you were quite pleased with this with yourself oh, with this I list. In AFL or? None of them to do with sport. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. So they're very okay boomer lists. So I don't know how many of these you know. Well, we're going to find out, aren't we? Well, let's well give our, a listeners, score. our listeners will certainly know because I reckon about the age of 45 might be the cutoff here. I, I, the only one sport one I nearly put in was Captain Blood, Jack Dyer. Mm. Captain nice Crunch, see there? <laughs> oh, getting there. Do you, remember, do you know what Captain Blood, what his, what his uh, newspaper column was called? And the truth. No. Diarrhea. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> that was the name of his column. Do you reckon, how do you reckon that'll fly now? <laughs> so I was just thinking. Well, that was on the back page, and I'm reading this as a early teenager. And on the front page, well, page three of the truth was always a topless lady. So times have changed just a tiny bit. How do we get those papers back? <laughs> what? My dad likes to tell me. We've, we've discussed my dad, but my dad reckons I'm named after a page three girl. Do you remember what mm. page three girls were? That's what I'm referring to. Yeah, yeah that's what Samantha, he said. Samantha Fox, he reckons he. Mm. You, don't, you don't name your daughter. After a page three girl. And you wouldn't tell your daughter either. No. For, no, for further yeah. reasons. My dad would. <laughs> I used to like, they still, they still, the magazine's still a thing. They still do like people and picture and stuff like that. No, I think, I think that sort of tapered off. Just that like huge, weren't they? In the oh, my funniest yeah. fucking stuff was hilarious. Well, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it was called my funniest, I guess. And, and, and in the middle, uh, and dad bought it for the full guide. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the truth would come out twice a week for a full guide, mm. and in, in the middle around the full guide was a, a section called Heart Balm. Heart Balm. Heart Balm. Is that Neil Balm's column? <laughs> Not quite. So okay. people would write in with their little yeah stories. I don't know how many of them were legit, but it'd sort of be like I'm disgusted with my neighbours when I stand on a chair and look out the window. <laughs> I can see them bonking in the backyard, you know, and they wouldn't write. It was sensational. Some of the great journalism. We of all should time. get our hands on some. Okay, number one, Captain Hawkeye from Mash. Yeah, I know it. You, you know it. Wasn't a big rap. My dad loved Mash, but I couldn't get into it. This is what I'm saying. This is yeah. the eight, this is the boomer, seventies, eighties, mm. Alan older. Sorry, uh, hang on. Your list goes. Top ten. So Captains. is that number one? Have you started with the, with a bang? I, I, I or should ten you go from ten to not one. Not in order. Okay. Not in order. Okay, great. So just ten. Mm. Ten. I great think you captains. should teach him some list etiquette. Mm. Well, ten great captains. You don't okay. have to have them in order. Number two, Captain Caveman. <laughs> Who the fuck is Captain Caveman? <laughs> so this right. was a cartoon. He um he, he, he could wield was a club. Was it a col- color television cartoon? Or? Yeah, you go to YouTube Kids uh, and and, and uh, I don't know if it was a bit order. 
autobiographical, a little angry fucker, yep. and, and spent a bit of time with the teen angels. <laughs> uh, captain, number three, Captain Stubing from The Love Boat. No, I know what the you love boat is. You, but your parents into the love I'm boat? Uh, I'm not sure. I, no. I know I know what the love boat is, but well, yeah. it wasn't on the TV at home, so I'd have to say no. He made an appearance on Ace Ventura cameo in the door there. Wouldn't have recognised him. Well, he, he, I think he might have been just tapering off in his life a little <laughs> bit because <laughs> I looked at the cameo last night and it's Cap, it's uh, Captain Stubing. And he just looks at him and he walks past him weekend at Birdie style. So I don't know if uh, if uh, old Captain was uh, was tapering off. Captain Birdseye is my number four. <laughs> is that I the know food? Him. Yeah. Fish fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's probably a tad problematic in hindsight with uh, mm. the old, old weirdy weirdo guy with lots of topless kids running around him mm, having fish fingers. <laughs> having fish fingers. Mm. <laughs> I don't oh know. Oh my god. I don't <laughs> Let that one sail. I don't know what? if it survived mm. <laughs> as well in hindsight. But Plus uh, the fingers he was eating. <laughs> What's next on your list, Ralph? Number five, Captain Harris from Police Academy. No. Oh, he, he'd bend over and try to pick something up. And Pardon? Mike, he'd mm. bend over to pick something up and Michael Winslow, the uh, the sound guy, would pretend that he farted and he'd go, oh, what was that? <laughs> oh, just... Hashtag okay, boomer. Just go, comedy god. Yeah. Number six, oh, Captain, my captain from Dead Poet Society. No. Did you watch Dead Poet Society, Robin Williams? No, I'm sure. No, I can't remember. <laughs> so, and so he's the he's the great uh, teacher at a at an elite private school. Mm. Gets kicked out. Oh yes, I've seen. I actually yes. have seen this movie. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. What I'm saying. Yeah, great. And then right at the end, we've got one. Six students get up while he's getting kicked out. Mm. Stand on the desk and say, "Oh, Captain, my captain," to stick up for him. There were a few down the bottom who wouldn't <laughs> didn't stand up for him. They all ended up uh, in the excuse, Just before we get going, I'd just like to apologise <laughs> oh, to, to everyone under the age of 40 who has to sit through this list. <laughs> what about number seven? Captain Ivan Drago. From was Rocky, he, was Rocky he a captain, Ford. was he? He was a captain. Yeah, well, I know him. Yep. Whatever he hits, he destroys. Mm. Number eight. He dies, he dies. Captain Kremen from Kenny Everett. I don't, I don't know, understand nothing. any of those words you said. There you go. <laughs> Is Captain Hook on there? I hope so. No. Oh. What? YouTube this one, kids. Number nine, Captain Chaos from Cannonball Run. Very 1970s. I'm not sure if no. that'll be on YouTube. And number ten, Captain Stillman from Stripes. Did you ever see the movie Stripes? Oh. So with um, Bill Murray? Bill, yeah. Classic. Where the fuck is my truck? <laughs> well, thank you for giving us the worst list we've ever had on... Um, <laughs> If you did a list of worst lists, that'd be um, that's top. a champion data kind of list. <coughs> so thank you. So our mate Ka- uh, Candace White was on three AW yep. yesterday, and she said things you should never do over thirty. Have you got a list on or anything you should never do once you once you're over thirty, or is that your entire life now? Yeah, things you should never <laughs> do when you're over thirty. Example: rip, wear ripped jeans. Okay, well, I'll, um, it's been a update my hot Walton. topic lately. So <laughs> it um, well, it has. I wear, I wear, well, how ripped are you talking? I wear designer ripped jeans. Well, I wear jeans with like little holes in the knees. There you go. So Would I'm you like, do it over 40? You, you said over 30. I know, I'm saying, where's oh. your tipping point? Ah, well, Last week the tipping point was alopecia, this week the tipping yeah. point is nah, jeans. No, I have no problem with ripped jeans. Well, no, no problem. Things um, shouldn't be in high school. No. No, well, that's over 30. If you're still in high school, you're a fucking <laughs> idiot. So. <laughs> oh, the biggest dick in grade six. Yeah. 
What? <laughs> I was 17. <laughs> Sam, you must have heard that gag. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, wow. All right, from our listeners. Uh, apparently standing up to wipe is a thing. Why would you do this? Only serial killers? That's from Youngie. Yeah, I, it's a lean. So it's a, a one-footed lean, surely. Oh, fuck. Well, I, I don't know who stands up. You've got to be, yeah. From yeah, Ian awkward. Don Williams. Yeah. Are you scared of Cranbourne's Mark Holt, the Thousand Gold Club hero? Oh, shaking you playing in your I don't even know what that means. Well, you, must be, you must be playing against Cranbourne soon. Mark Holt. Uh, am I scared of who? Mark Holt. He's kicked a thousand goals. If, I'll tell you what, he kicks a thousand in one game, then I'll fucking, <laughs> I'll be, what is he, 50? When, um, when's your next game not at St Kilda City? Uh, after Easter. So I think Cranbourne are in our league. I don't play them. Um, oh, okay. No, but I'm, I'm away when we play them. But I must It's a fair drive for St Kilda City. That's how scared he is, he's I, away. I'm not going to Cranbourne to play. Um, <laughs> um, okay, to am I scared of them? <laughs> I, am I, why would I be scared of someone who's played just local footy all their life? Um, no, I'm not. I played half-back, so um, I'd imagine I'll mark most of the balls that, that are going his way. So, But okay. I, I, I'm not playing against them anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm giving back to the community, so I miss Cranbourne. Which is very lucky for them. I think this is another <laughs> biology question. <laughs> these lights for you, Dave. From Quaza, men can't move their penis without clutching their ass cheeks. Are you doing it right now? Trying. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me feel very awkward. Um. Well, I, I didn't know you could. I didn't know you could move it when it's flaccid anyway. Fun, unless you're just swinging around. Okay. Fun. From oh. Britain, how's the training going for the Swan versus Brown fight? <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> Why are we getting squashed every fucking well, week? Well, it's not going. Why don't we ask Nathan Brown? We should yeah, get him on. Yeah, fucking direct your questions to him. Um, no, I'm, I'm too. My blog, like I said early in the show, like I still my body is still recovering from football. I got you know I got a cork on the weekend, and like when you get a, a corky, like a, a knee or something like that, like. When you're fit and you're playing, like it goes away. Like my legs swelled up after the game. It's I can still hardly bend my leg, um, and it's just it wasn't like a huge hit. It was just a little corgi. So I'm still in the process of trying to get my body right to play a game of footy, let alone fucking box someone. Mm. Um, so your the answer to that question is, and I don't know, maybe you're just making these questions up. Um, but it's how could you make these ones up until it happens? It happens from Gunnawarra, Swanee. How do towels get dirty if we only ever use them when we're clean? You wipe your ass. <laughs> what? Well, well what you should mean? have cleaned your ass in the shower. Sometimes you miss. The fuck? Well, you ask me. You wipe yourself. But they you get damp. They get damp. Sometimes you put them on the floor. No, you don't. Well, you hang you your towel. No, you don't. I throw it on the bed on the floor. Um, and then the towel fairy comes and hangs it up. They call my <laughs> towel fairy. <laughs> <laughs> From Butsy, Phoenix Open, hole 16, party hole, on the Saturday into the Super Bowl. Get the tour sorted, Swanee. Yeah, absolutely. And I think all golf should be um, played like that because yep. I've had, I think every time the golf comp, we mentioned the golf one here and the tennis, I talk about. You've got to think about it. Well, I just think, you know, the best players in the world can fucking have a little chitter chatter in the crowd. Like they don't have to worry, you know, they're. Making getting paid tens of millions of dollars, and they can't have fucking couple of people talking to their mates or on the phone while they're practicing. And um, I think it's absolutely ridiculous. And that hole proves it. Well, look how much that atmosphere is. That atmosphere is unbelievable. Um, but yes, that 
that tour would be awesome. Um, we'll still hopefully get over there for uh, the Super Bowl. It'd be great. My 40th the year after, Vegas. Grand Prix. Hang on. Grand Prix will be six in November. Hang on. You're having your 40th at Vegas. It, no, 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 we're no, talking saying about tipping points and things you shouldn't do after Maybe. 40. When do you reckon you'll stop going to Vegas? I wish, I wish I'd stopped going 10 years ago. Right. It's so probably taken 15 years off my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is, do you think there's a there's an age where people should stop going to Vegas before you become that old guy standing on the podium with young... Well, there's more things to do than just go out and bend, no, Samantha. No, I'm aware of that, yes. But well, I'm I don't think you, you are. I think you're insinuating <laughs> that you just go out and 60-year-old and, and party. What do you do when you're at <laughs> Well, I'm not 60 yet. <laughs> is there an age limit on Vegas? No. Oh. No, there's no limit on anywhere. Age is just a number. <laughs> From Noble, <laughs> if you punch yourself and it hurts, are you considered weak or strong? Oh, great question. <laughs> For what? If you punch yourself and it hurts, are you considered weak or strong? It's, 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 it's got me brain into a pretzel. <laughs> From Max, I'm unsure. Fuck if I know. How successful have ex-AFL players been in running or owning hotels? How successful? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm sure some have been. Probably it's an even mix, I would imagine. I would, ma- I would imagine some have gone really well and some have gone shit house. I'm somewhere in the middle. <laughs> From Bevo, which current oh, Bevo. not that not that Bevo, <sighs> which current player has the best tats in Swanee's opinion? Oh. <sighs> I haven't. Do you consider yourself an aficionado of others? <laughs> not really. Yep. Um, don't know. I, don't, I, I couldn't even tell you. So many of them have got them these days. Mm. Um, oh, Dustin, just an easy get out. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Uh, from Stingen for Ralph. Some insight into Sam Newman's on-screen, off-screen personas. Well, I think the best, most talented people exactly the same. What? You, yeah, that's what mm. I was going to say. What you see is what you get, just to different degrees. Yeah. yeah. And we should say, well, to think of it. How unbelievable was that Shane Warne? Ah. Uh, Did you watch it? I know I was there for dinner. Yep. Yeah. I but I caught highlights of it. Yeah. It We're um, professional cynic, cynics. I am. Mm. That uh, that was perfection. That mm. just could not have been done any better. And, uh, we're biased, but no one in the world could have done as good a job. No, no one. And uh, <laughs> Sam's highlight about I hope someone impounded his phone. <laughs> <laughs> so true, though. <laughs> just dead set gold. Um, no, I'll, I actually won't read, read it. Let me read it first. Don't, don't listen just to him read over it. there. And don't, why are you going to Dane for for approval? He's probably the worst, but no, What's he'll it? read it out. Oh, for fuck's Where sake. is it? Goosey. Goosey, God, goosey. Would you rather fist fight, fist fight your mum or cream pie your dad? Well, obviously, your mum's getting punched. What? Well, what's wrong? With, why is everyone silent? From Thomas. What would you, what would you rather do? You are I'd rather not an read accessory. the question. Which it's I a legitimate do. question. From Thomas, looking we're forward we're to playing... Of the, we're podcasts of the people. If people want questions answered, they will fucking get them answered. Uh, uh, no Ralph, one what would you do, considering you made him answer mm. that question? Or you handed him the phone? What would you do? What would you do? Punch your mum or cream pie your dad? What would you do? I, just would oh, I wouldn't, I would, have, I wouldn't I would, have read the question. And I would ignore the question. That's easy. Um, from... <laughs> this is now, this is, I like this one. This could oh. be another pretzel one. From it's Jerry. Who wins a race where you have to eat a hot dog and then run a hundred meters? Usain Bolt or Joey Chestnut? Oh, that's a good question. If you have to, if you have to eat. Can you eat the hot dog while running, or do you have to eat it? I don't think there's um. Yeah, didn't specify. To that yeah. Well, if you have to eat the hot dog first, Joey Chestnut wins easily. 
Because Joey, what the average, the average, what well, a same bot runs as fucking say ten seconds. What the average person would run in what fifteen? I think so. Yeah. So how long would it take you to eat a hot? How long does the average person take to eat a hot dog? A yeah. couple of, if you're forcing it down a couple of minutes. I think so. Yeah. So yeah, bang. The same, uh, same bot likes chicken nuggets, but um, yeah, I, I think Joey Chestnut wins that. Where's the tipping point? 10, 10 hot dogs. Joey, you back, Joey. Either Joey wins one, just one. Like how long? How long take you to smash a hot dog down? It takes him f- seven seconds. So it means he's got 20, 23 seconds all up. I really like There's the. I really like the fact that you know Joey Chestnut's stats. Well, he eats fucking. Well, he eats seventy in ten minutes. So what's that? What's that mean? Seventy eight in like ten minutes. So I don't do the math. From but Thomas, looking forward to playing so with Chestnut Dane wins easy. Pardon? <laughs> Just from Thomas, looking forward to playing with Dane in a few weeks. Bring your old tricks. Where's that? He didn't say. Okay, uh, no from problem. B. Lest. I met Swanee's dad, Billy, a few weeks back. Loves his lawn bowls. Oh, fuck. Does he what? Um, <laughs> he's addicted to it now. That's all he talks about, Dad. Um, down at the Port Melbourne Bowler. And, um, loves it. Yeah. Just it's all he does. He's retired and um, obviously doesn't want to see the grandkids, so it just goes lawn bowls. <laughs> <laughs> from Sean. Forget Nathan Brown. Swanee should box Kane Corns. Battle of the Prison Bars. Well, let's do that, and then whoever wins, we'll settle the prison bar fight once and for all. If he beats me, um, they can wear it whenever they want. If I wow. beat him, they can't wear it again. I saw Kane Is run past me in the city last. He would, he would, could get a ride at Flemington at the moment. He's oh yeah, and, and he'd, out, he'd, he'd certainly. I wouldn't like to have him in a running race. No, no I think he's got <laughs> okay. me there. Uh, from Sean, do you use three talc? One puff at the front and the back, or two and two. Tal- talcum powder. powder. I think a bit of the Johnson and Johnson baby powder after a shower. Uh, no, I don't. I would, no. I'm not opposed to it. I just don't have it yep. handy. Like well, if I've if got it, but I didn't know you used it on anything <coughs> other than babies. Genuinely. No, I don't. I don't. Some do. I don't. Yeah. Wow. And from Tom, did you hear about the sex crazy robot? He pulled himself to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> some quality Poor bugger. Off. Poor bugger. <sighs> 